Hey folks, this is Michigan Pathways Radio coming to you live where we bring you the outdoors, the indoors, and all the adventures that Michigan has to offer. Stay tuned. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways Radio. Uh, This is your host, John. And I want to apologize. I have have had technical difficulties all week. So I know I haven't got a uh, an episode out here in a while, and I do apologize. Uh, the last one was last week, but I tried to do this on a weekly basis and to try to keep it around the same time for you folks that are, you know, tuning in and then following me, you know, religiously each week. And I appreciate that as we kind of struggle our way through these very cold winters. And uh, especially the last few weeks here in Michigan. Uh, but we really can't complain too bad. Uh, I have some friends out there in North Dakota to where it's like negative 45 degrees. That is unreal. So with that being said, I know we are still getting on the trails. And I just salute every one of you that get out there and still are able to do some day hiking, also some, you know, overnighters and stuff like that to where it is like negative 20 up in the UP and negative 30 in other places. So I applaud you and do it safely, folks, uh, which kind of brings me into today's show. I know we've kind of beaten this, uh, you know, to a pulp as far as safety outdoors. And it's something that needs to be brought to everybody's attention each time that we do go out. Uh, sometimes people don't realize um, the the impact that winter backpacking, like spring and summer and fall, has its own unique uh, challenges as well. But when it comes to winter, things can turn very hairy very quickly, and it's it's no joke when it happens. So, and a lot of people don't realize it's happening. So I've got about. Uh, four little things here to kind of kind of walk us through some um, some scenarios here. Uh, the biggest one we always have is not dressing appropriately for the cold. Um, this is a big deal when you get into the backcountry and everything starts happening below 40, de- uh, 40 degrees. And what do I mean? Hypothermia. Hypothermia, we know, is just one of those that can happen just, you know, out of the blue uh, if you're not addressing your situation. And hypothermia is when you have an abnormally low body temperature. When you start dropping below, you know, 90, you know, as far as core temperature, and you're getting in the 80s, you are really in some serious trouble. Uh, Even approaching that 90-degree mark for body temperature, you know, 98.6, I believe, is still right around the ideal temperature you want your body to be at. So with that being said, going forward, uh, you start dropping below that, you know you're not going to be feeling good. You know, you get into the you know the low 90s and 80s, you know, hypothermia is going to be set in very quickly. So what can we do? Well, wearing... And layering our clothing properly. Now, there are a lot of videos out there, folks, when it comes to layering your clothes properly. And 
I had one advice, um, moisture wicking clothing, and it kind of helps pull the uh, moisture away from your body to kind of help you keep uh, your normal temperature. So that that is always a, a, a big deal, making sure we're dressing in layers. So um, that's even when we're going to bed. You know, there's always a couple good videos I've seen out there when it comes to videos describing how to sleep at night as well. So there's a lot to uh, see the outdoors uh, in the wintertime. Moving on down the list here, letting your water and your filter freeze. That spells catastrophe right off the bat. So we know that snow is 90% air, 10% water. Ice is 90% water, 10% air. So, for us to start munching on snow is not a good deal, folks. That will seriously put your body into hypothermia mode. It'll start lowering your body temperature very fast. So, avoid eating the snow. Now, there's nothing wrong with taking a big cup of that snow and melting it down and getting your water. You're not going to get a lot of water. Remember that 10%. So... What you think has got a lot, you can just keep adding snow. Make sure it's clean. Make sure we're not you know, bringing anything along with us. And boiling that down and getting your water there. The ideal water to be drinking is ambient. 70 degrees, a little bit lower than that, is good. Anything higher, you're drinking a tea, of course. But you don't want to start sweating either. Let me know, a lot of people, when you start drinking hot beverages, it ups your body temperature. So with that being said, you want to make sure that you're drinking water at least 70 degrees. So you're not, you know, throwing your body off. So also, those who carry the uh, water, the the camel packs or the, the bladders and stuff like that, your lines also have... You know, moisture and stuff like that from when you're drinking. Uh, I learned a really cool trick. Someone told me if you take and you blow back into, if it's possible, blow back into your line to push the water back up into your bladder. With that, it will help keep from your uh, your lines freezing and such. Your bladder is another bigger story. <laughs> um. Also, your your water filters. You want to make sure that you take those, put them in a bag, wrap them up, and put them in a sleeping bag next to your body. Uh, That'll help keep that. And try to dry those out as much as you can by using your plunger, folks. Uh, After you've done your water, you turn around and you back flush that, making sure that you're pushing a lot of that water out so it's not freezing while you're inside while it's uh, inside there with you because it's very easy to do and once those membranes inside are um, destroyed that that filter is destroyed you're not going to be able to do uh, any kind of water so making sure that you you got all that taken care of uh, taken care of Um, not packing enough gear and clothes in an emergency now we already struggle with carrying extra this extra that extra that Having a set of dry clothes, socks, is going to make a huge difference when it comes to getting out of wet clothes that you've been sweating in. 
or have gotten wet from the elements that you're in. So with that being said, you want to make sure that you have a change of clothes when you go to bed at night. Don't try to go to bed in the same stuff you did. There are people who have done it, folks. I have heard and seen, and it's not good. So know what you're getting into when you go out, which leads us to our next. Check the conditions and continue to survey. We always say this for every trip we go on. doesn't matter. A lot of people, and myself, I've said it before, embrace the suck. You know, we know we have to get out there and get backpacked. You know it's going to rain. You know it's going to be nasty. And we still do it. We still have that, yeah, we're going to get out there and do it. But with that being said, folks, as we've listed all of the first aid issues and such like that with hypothermia and frostbite, which we'll get into here in a second, is that you want to make sure that the weather isn't going to change up on you. But can we predict? Sometimes, no, we don't have a lot of that. But we always live by that three seconds of hope that, yeah, this is going to happen, but no, it's not, and I'm going to do it the right way. So there's nothing wrong, and no one is ever going to hold it against you. I would never do it. If you got out of the trail, conditions start changing to where it's just not going to happen. This doesn't look good. This doesn't look safe. Turn back. Plan it for another day. I know some our time is very valuable when it comes to the uh, back countries, folks, but with, you know, the, the fatality rates and the hospitalizations and such like that for hypothermia, frostbite, and just people being lost, cold, and not doing well, it's pretty high. So you want to make sure that you know when to stop and go, it's time to go back home and try another day. So with that being said, uh, hypothermia, frostbite, frostbite is an injury that that is caused by freezing of the skin and underlying tissues. This is another whole segment, folks, just on frostbite alone. And this is something that I'll probably be bringing up in the next episode as well. Uh, The stages of frostbite, how to treat it, and so on and so forth. So if you guys are interested in that, I will be bringing that up on the uh, next segment. But other than that, I hope you guys are doing well. And we are moving into February. Spring is not that far away. March, we'll be looking at, uh, you know, daylight savings time. And we're going to start looking at spring. So it's right around the corner, folks. Be positive, stay strong, and I will hope to see you on the trail. You take care.